Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the Sexy Lifestyle is all about. And David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and of course relationships. And today's show is all about relationships. And hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. And we've noticed that the more we talk about sex the more we talk about sex. And David and I are doing our part to normalize conversations about sex and sexuality right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And you can do it too. Just give it a try. Just give it a try. And you know, um, our new Sexy Lifestyle Network is now live and thriving. We have over 20 shows with more and more joining every month. So we invite you to listen to all our amazing hosts and guests on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. All right, so do you ever get that nagging feeling in the back of your mind that it's time to settle down, even when you're already in a relationship? Do you feel like things should be getting more and more serious, perhaps moving to the next level? Well, on today's show, we're going to be talking about the cuffing season. That's when the hot summer fun is done, and now it's time to cuddle up and snuggle in for the winter, and how those seasonal effects can change our desire towards hookups, coupling up, and getting attached. That's cuffing, not cupping, right? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Isn't cupping also when you take your hands and you put them on my balls and you cup <laughs> I them? I knew that was going to come up today. I absolutely knew it. Really? Cuffing is the right thing. Can we talk about cupping later? Later. But we're talking about cuffing, the two Fs. Right F-F. now, we're going to talk about cuffing, but later on in the show. All right. So we have a great show lined up today with lots of insight into attraction and hooking up for the old and the not-so-old. Um, But before we get started, we want to take a a moment to remind everybody about our sponsors and our business partners and how without them, we wouldn't be able to make our network happen. So please go on, support them, check out their profiles on our website, thesexylifestyle.com, and find out how you can improve your sex life and effectively improve your whole life in general. This segment of the show is sponsored by Womanizer for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms than any other pleasure product. Womanizer is one of the most advanced sex tech devices. It's different because of its touchless air technology. The soft head of the womanizer surrounds the head of the clitoris and stimulates it in a sucking motion. It actually feels like you're having oral sex. And it can make you climax quickly with single or multiple orgasms. We saw that this morning. You pulled it out just before we got out of bed. Always. So we chose Womanizer to be one of our main partners because, like I was just saying, you know, Carol loves using it sometimes more than me. No, no, I'm just joking. She loves me more than her Womanizer. And we believe sharing is caring. We use it together before we fuck, after we fucked. It's all good. So when she's done, she grabs the Womanizer and sometimes uh, keeps going for two or three more shots. Because we know women can have multiple orgasms and men, yeah, Yeah, not so much. (laughs) But it keeps keeps our, our sessions going longer and longer. So if you want a stronger, longer, and more intense orgasm like me, we have some womanizers to give away. And once you try this amazing device, you're going to wish that you found it sooner. Uh, Just send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com with womanizer in the subject line, and we're going to announce the winner on next week's show. 
Alrighty, so this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and today we have two special guests with us, um, and we're going to be talking about the cuffing season. That's C-U-F-F-I-N-G, because I guarantee you I'll get it wrong later on in the show, so I apologize in advance. So we have Cheryl Besner and Erin Melinda Bocaire. Cheryl's a certified a relationship and communication expert and teaches people how to make a pact with themselves that will impact their life forever. Cheryl spreads her love as a professional speaker and as the facilitator of her f- signature Get Up to Date with Your Life retreats. And Erin Melinda Bocaire is a creative consultant, media facilitator, and performance coach with a solid background in media, including radio and television, film, and more. Welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. It is so great to actually have you in studio with us here on a little bit of a rainy day, but we're going to brighten it up with a great discussion on relationships today. Thank you so much. So glad to be here, Dave and Carol. Thanks for welcoming us. Dave and Carol, this is such a great experience, and I love the way you've opened up this conversation because it's so important in a world which is just filled with sex, and yet there are so many taboos still that are imposed on people. And so what you're doing is you're helping people to open it up and really open it up. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you so much. From a seasoned professional, Erin Melinda's been in radio for uh, years and years and years. She's a meteorologist and a weather specialist. I'm a weather specialist. Specialist, and I've been in radio since it was a rock painting. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take some, uh, some hints from you as we go along. So let's start with Cheryl. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey and what brought you here today with us? Well, it's interesting. My journey actually started through my divorce, which was not so sexy at the time, but it was definitely a lifestyle that I had to learn to embrace. And I was surrounded by so much negativity at that time that I had to dispel a lot of the myths. And I know you always talk about myths on the show also. A lot of the myths that were around me about what my doomed future was in the dating world being over 50 and being divorced with three children. And I just decided that I had to explore everything that was out there and learn about the dating cycle. Because the fact is, when we enter new spaces in our lives, no matter what they are, we have to become competent in that arena, whatever that arena is, whether it's emotional, relationship, work, any of these things are, are something that we have to adapt to and learn about. So I wanted to learn about the relationship world and uh, started blogging 365 Days to Find Love. And um, that was the beginning of the journey that led me to Solo in the City, which was the radio show that talked about people's relationships and the dating world and how people related, dated and mated. And finally, what brought Era Melinda into my life to help me spread the love even further. And Cheryl, you're being a little humble here because Solo in the City that Era Melinda produced ended up being the top rated show. Yes, it was. You know, one of the things that I felt very strongly about was the spreading of information, the fact that people didn't know really how to express themselves, how to find new ways to communicate, how to find new ways to connect. And I wanted to bring people, experts from around the world to the forefront to say, this is how people can connect. This is new ways in which we can explore ourselves. And it all starts from within. Like we have to go deep within, which is what prompted me to become a coach and get certified was to to know more about our inner workings and learning 
how our body talks to us and sometimes we don't even see the signs and one of the methods that I use is called Cheryl's body talk method and that was designed because I knew before I got divorced that I needed to get divorced and I knew it two years before and my body talked to me at that time I just chose not to listen mm -hmm. to it and that's something that as individuals we should all learn is to go inwards let our body talk to us because if we really used our hearts more than our heads we'd get to where we should be a lot faster in but life you're, and, you're, you're, go ahead honey. so and i was going to say that i think it's so important that you shared your own personal uh journey and you made it very clear that there is life after divorce there is love after divorce and certainly there is sex after divorce oh, things don't end in the divorce but we we went through our divorce um and for those of you who are new to our show uh, carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife we got divorced 13 years ago but when they dumped us and we got dumped on the same day just before before Christmas, December 21st, I remember it. It was absolutely, at that time, the worst day of our lives. But looking back now, it was really the best day of our lives because we got out of that boring, stale, sexless marriage and refound our sexuality. And now we're swingers. I talk radio network all about sexuality. We sell a waterproof sex blanket, our throes of passion. We do radio shows. And really, it allowed us to blossom like a flower into where we really should have been. And so that's, that's kind of what you do to help other people go through that process. Right. And that's something, you know, you just you just actually put a little light on something that I'd like to touch on for a second. And that's that you were mentioning that your spouses kind of gave that to you the day before Christmas. And I think that that's something for people who are in relationships who want to leave. You know, if you're with somebody, whether it's a week that you've been dating or a decade that you've been together, lead with heart and compassion, okay? Don't mark special days of the year with something that if you've been considering it, like if, if you just have a spat and you decide to leave the person on Valentine's Day, great. But if you know you're going to separate from that person, do it with grace. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really encourage people to live with grace and choose a spot that will not every time that day comes up remind them mm -hmm. of the negative you happen to have a positive outcome mm -hmm. but not everybody does right yeah and, absolutely and people, right i guess shouldn't do it by a text <laughs> no a hundred percent no no and and that's the other thing people say well cheryl i, I you know people email me all the time at cherylbesner.com they or they can call me at my i do have a 1-800 number 844-744-SOLO where people call and ask me a specific question and one of the questions is, can I break up with somebody through text? And here's the thing is, if your relationship has only been through text, yes. Yeah. Then <laughs> you can break up through like text, that, okay? A hundred percent. But if you've actually had a meeting with somebody, grow up, mm -hmm. call the person. If you never want to see them again, you can call the person. But depending on the level of intimacy that you have achieved with that person, that's the way you should honor yourself mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. the respect for yourself you know all these relationships everything we do brings us back to ourself and how we want to live our lives and how we want to connect with people and with that grace so of I'm ourselves bring Air Melinda into the conversation and we're not going to talk about your expertise in radio and broadcasting and everything else that you are absolutely fantastic at let's talk about your relationship you said you are just recently divorced how did that come about and how how are you working through it now 
Well, to be really honest, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. I, you know, um, when I was, when I grew up, I grew up bullied. I grew up with very low self-esteem, like a lot of people. It's not, it's not anything I'm shy to admit is like, I like to say it because when you have something that forces you to create and to change, like bullying did for me, that's how I got into my profession. I decided that I wasn't going to be what people thought me to be. I wasn't going to be quiet. I was going to have fun. I was going to enjoy life. I was going to explore. So the only problem, though, is, you know, growing up not with great self-esteem, I used to go in in one relationship and out the other and in one relationship and out the other. And it was always about how that other person was going to love me. And it was classic. It was like, I'm going to meet this Prince Charming and he's going to come along and he's going to make me feel great. And I was needy and I was whiny. I mean, I look back now and it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> oh my God. I like, I see other people doing that now and I, I don't get mad at them. I just sort of, you look at it as a recognition like, wow, that was me, you, you know? So I'd say, you know, I was, I was married once and it, it didn't work out, but it wasn't horrible. He was a really good guy. It just didn't work out. The second one was a surprise. I'd, all the bullying that I'd not dealt with as a kid came up in the relationship. And for everybody who knows me, I have a big mouth. I'm proud and strong and loud, but there was... I can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> but... There was still a part of me that had, it's a little, almost like a computer where you think you deleted that program. And so it was a, many, many years of being absolutely crushed, mm. just losing myself. And about the same time that I met you, I started to see someone, a fantastic therapist. And uh, it was weird. It was just sort of like I, we exhumed the corpse, mm. you know, of all the things that bad that ever happened to me that, you know, you sort of sit on top of. And once you look at everything bad that happened to you, it's no longer scary. Yes. It's You're releasing no it. You're it's releasing, releasing it. And, you know, we, we filmed a documentary in France earlier this year with uh, Chris Lavois from Lavois Films. It's called The Retreat and it's going to be on Amazon Prime uh, next summer. And we had some amazing facilitators with us. A bunch of them have just been on our show. We had uh, Tracy Livingston, Dr. Leslie Hamilton, Dominique Phipps. And all of them spoke about how we behave and react today has a lot to do with what happened in our childhood and in our past. Those traumas that happened to us oh, like sure. happened to you. It's called yes. the limited belief. There right. you go. And unless you get them out of your system you can't bring the happiness in so you have to let go and i'm not going to get into all the medical but we learn oh, how to no, make no, room no, for no. you know make room for the but goodness it's so in your heart that you can't hold on to the past and allow the now in and it's hard right because it's it's trauma that well, you carried but, with you your whole life but once you cut it when you mm. let it go i saw this great video recently i can't remember her name but it was this woman who was talking about forgiveness and cutting free and she said a lot of times people don't want to believe because they believe oh well i'll be a doormat or i'll be you know i'm just not but you know what I like what she said. She said, when you let things go, you become a freedom fighter because now you are free to live in the present so you can have a future. So when you cut yourself from that negative energy and you let them go, then it's a whole new world. And all of a sudden, everything's more beautiful. You guys are beautiful, by the way. Everybody's <laughs> gorgeous. Everything's more funny. Everything's more exciting. And I am at a point right now where I'm just thrilled. There are so many journeys I have not taken because of the fear and now I am fearless so look out everybody wear the bubble wrap when because <laughs> it could get dangerous and what was very interesting is you said you know over the years you had were looking for a man 
to give you this, to bring you this. Mm -hmm. And we always talk about in today's world, it's absolutely fine for the woman to go and get it, right? We talk about saying yes to sex and women self-pleasuring and it's okay to masturbate and it's okay to go out and say what you want and how you want to have great sex. And, and just go after it. It is. And it's so important to tell all the women out there that you're no different than men. Right. You right. can ask for what you want. Oh, yeah. You, you can choose the man you want. You don't have to wait for someone to do something to you. I mean, in our relationship, I love it when Carol takes control. She puts she gets on top of the Sibian. She says, you turn it up. You do this. We get into bed. She says, I want to tie you down because I'm going to ride you. I'm going to fuck you hard tonight. You know, for me, I love a woman who takes control. You guys are so Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen our bedroom? <laughs> So Cheryl, let's get back into what we started talking about is your journey and how you got here, which is awesome. Tell us a little bit about where you're going right now with your whole career. Well, uh, one of the things that I realized is that one of the, one, well, even what we're talking about right here and now is about you, you the person, what are your choices? What do you want in your life? And not it to be something that is described or, or created by someone else or even society in the way we say it. So it's really about going into you. And one of the things that I really discovered about going into me was having to take myself out of the present sometimes of what the day-to-day -day routine is and realize that sometimes when you remove yourself, that's when you rejuvenate, that's when you relaunch yourself, that's when you rediscovered certain things. And one of the things that I realized was that taking individuals out of their everyday and going on retreats together. I know that you you just did a documentary, as yeah. you were saying, about Call, the retreat. Called the retreat. Yeah, yeah called the retreat. So when we step out of our everyday routine and go on to these retreats, magic happens and that's how my whole journey started was going on my first retreat uh, to Kripalu in the Berkshire Mountains and I had my aha moment which was 365 days and every time I go back there there's another aha moment and that's the moments that I want to facilitate and give to others so you have the the illumination to grow so I'm going to ask you to hang on for a second because yep. we're going to talk about reinventing yourself on our new Sexy Lifestyle Talk radio network. We're going to talk about that and Erin Melinda, who's going to be producing the show. Well, let's just take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into some more of Cheryl's new show. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and we'll be right back with Cheryl and Erin Melinda right after this. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. 
Tune in to talk about sex and sexuality from a man's point of view. The Everything Sexy Show is direct, open, and uncensored discussions, ranging from open relationships to kink, sex parties, and self-love. Hosted by Jamal and Polly Rick, they'll answer your questions, discuss topics you're curious about, and provide a safe forum for perverted and provocative discussions you just won't get anywhere else. Check it out. It never hurts to listen. Everything Sexy, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and today we're chatting with relationship expert and radio host cheryl besner and her show producer Erin melinda Beaucaire. And now let's get into talking about this new show that's coming up on the SexyLifestyle.com radio network. The new show. I'm so excited to share it with everybody because it's going to take you into a private space. And where do you have your best conversations? From the time you were a little girl or a guy hanging out with his guys, it was behind closed doors, right? Girls sitting around having their sleepovers. So the new show? Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And it's going to be all the intimate conversations that you want to have about life, love, and lust. And we're going to bring everything to the table or to the bed (laughs) or to the couch or wherever you're going to feel comfortable to be part of that conversation. Now, are you going to be doing your show live from your bed? Well, I think so, right? I would think so. (laughs) I will tell you this. We can get you a good lingerie sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) I will look forward to that. Um, Yeah, I'm going to do it from wherever I feel comfortable at that time. And it's all about just getting real with each other. And, And that's what I want to do. I want us to get real in conversation. And one of the things that I've realized in talking at live summits and conferences and at my retreats, even when I go out for dinner, like think about it. When you go out for a night out, if you were to sit at your table or standing in line at the theater waiting to get your theater ticket, wherever you are, if you listen to what people are talking about around you, 99 times out of 100, you hear somebody talking about their love life, the one they want, the one they're in, the one they want to get out of. So this is what we're going to talk about. Now, are you talking only to the ladies or are you talking to the gentlemen as well? Oh, no, pillow talk. We're going to whisper sweep nothings into both people's ears. Love it. Now, I know you brought Erin Melinda on for a reason. Yes, I did. And it's not because of her experience in the industry, but Erin Melinda, you are also a coach and you talk to people about how to properly communicate. And I have to assume you're going to offer some advice or work with Cheryl on couples and communication, not even couples only, but people and how to properly communicate with each other. Well, communication is everything. Um, I've worked with Cheryl now, I guess, for a little over two I think that's kind of what brought years. us together. We were actually on a float together from we were, the radio we were on station. A float <laughs> and Eric <laughs> and, and, uh, came up to me. They was, call it a bromance, but we had a girlmance. <laughs> we just had this, this galmance. Attra- we had a galmance. We had this instant attraction. I loved, she was both incredibly open and yet intimate at the same time. I felt like I could tell her anything. I felt and like- And you did. And I did. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. She has ears left. do another show on that. Yeah. But, 
but it was it was it was really revolutionary for me and when she asked me. me to to come and work with her we basically it's like a great couple relationship should be you share things we have little spats sometimes about agreements and the way we would like things to go but we always work it out and one of the things you know for me uh, is that it's really important as not only just as a radio show host and this is one of the things that Cheryl teaches in in her sessions but for me as a communications coach is so important for people to have their voice heard it is the worst thing in the world to hold everything back and to sit on top of it that can literally lead to heart attacks and strokes I've worked with a lot of doctors over the years as a as a reporter just holding things back is bad now granted you don't want to spill it out you don't want to be in the middle of the room you know with your boyfriend on the floor (laughs) yeah lying on the floor throwing things having a fit I've done that it doesn't work no I haven't but there are times (laughs) I've been with people where I swear to god you need a dating SWAT where they'd break through the roof and grab you I was with this guy once I love that he overly communicated he told me within the first like five minutes I hope this will work out because the last time I was with someone and she said no after the first take I was in a fetal position for like a oh month and I'm my. like oh my god the hors d'oeuvre hasn't even got here yet. yeah <laughs> like to, to TMI right yeah, yeah, yeah right and, yes, and yes. I think one of the things that is interesting or or something to look at uh, within the relationship that Era and I had right from the beginning and I'm sure the two of you have that is we especially for us we were two coaches who met right, yes. right. and I had already been doing my show for around a year at that time and you know era had been on air forever and now two coaches are meeting and we both have certain visions and what we learned is both of us teach communication right Right. in a different way and we learned what i call the dance of love right how to not trip over your own two feet and step on someone else's toes this is one of the things that i do with my clients and we learned how to dance that sometimes i'm going to take the step forward and era's going to step back and she's going to take the step forward to me and i'm going to take the step back and sometimes we're going to hold hands while we dance and sometimes we're going to you know disconnect while we dance but we're always going to be together in that dance and I love and, that that and, sounds so nice and I can visualize it and I get it and I, what a nice way to put it that was beautiful yeah and, and I think we learned to do that the other thing too is that when you have the dance that we do Cheryl and I are both symphonic observers which means when we look at you we're not just looking at you as okay well that's she's got a red shirt on or no shirt on or he's got a you know a blue shirt everybody's on wearing shirts right now though. yeah <laughs> there are clothes in this room but the thing is is that when when I when I look at people I look at their body language I look at the way they move their hands I look at maybe their jewelry but it's just it's being observing everything looking at the room where their space is in because you can learn so much about someone by just observing all of it like do you know the terminator vision with the yeah. little red so that's super important observing but then listening active listening active listening is not just hearing the words they say but it's the pauses in between we were That's talking really about that important. earlier we were talking about that um on the way to uh, yeah. meet you at the studio about the pause that pause can get the attention like nothing else and it can also say more than a thousand words can say or it can drive you crazy when he pauses and i'm going and what <laughs> what now what so in our relationship carol is like the man 
Okay. She has no patience when it comes to sex. She wants to get down. Fuck me. I want to come. I want to have an orgasm. And I'm like, no, I want to slow down. I want to <laughs> massage you. I want to take time. I want to draw it out. I want the lights, the candles. And she's like, no, let's do it in the kitchen on the counter. Let's get it done because I got 45 other things I got to <laughs> do. But you love that about her. I of do. course, I love he everything does. about but her. But you're yin <laughs> and yang. People don't realize that the yang, which is the sun, fire energy, and then the moon and the soft energy, you don't, that's not male female specific no you're and, right and, and you two have found your 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 communication and you two have found your balance and you also learned to let each other lead where they want to lead and perfect. when they want to lead and just so everyone knows we're not perfect we do argue oh often, i'm sure you do and um, i'm always right by the way <laughs> just so everybody gets that straight the way, this, the way this statement should have been is david's not perfect i am no, stop it. David's Perfection. Not always right. No, no. I am. Right. But it's cute. You two are adorable because you know this whole like the way you describe yourself, but I see I see like so much love and affection mm-hmm. and bright eyes when you look at each other and it is great to be in a relationship that what Cheryl talks about that dance of love yes, where you you love. you allow each other to have the back and forth, you allow each other to argue, but you also allow each other to negotiate. That's what it's all about. For sure. And, 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 you know, every time I start a sentence, it starts with, in my opinion. So it goes something like this. Hun, in my opinion, you're absolutely fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Opinions are great, but I, I would gather that if I were to ask you, because I do this in, in, in coaching, all some, you know, there's lists that you can give about your strengths and your character strengths and the things that are most important, and that's where you have to start when you're looking at a relationship or, or a relationship with yourself with what are your key values, your deepest values. And I would gather based on the communication, because I've had the two of you on my show, right? right when it was solo in the city. Mm-hmm. And then when I was doing that show, I see no matter what, there is one word that pops to mind when it comes to the two of you, which is also the foundation of good communication and that's respect oh i like that i see a very strong respect between the two of you respect for each other's dance circle Mm, right And, and the way you communicate with each other so and it's done even when you you're jesting with each other it's done with respect and also we're best each other's best friends makes a big difference too and as best friends you are entitled to have your opinion you're entitled to have your fights you're entitled to do your own thing and then the sex and everything that comes with marriage comes after we're best friends right and the intimacy and everything that goes along with it and of course i respect him i love this guy to death he's amazing oh so cute i love the way she ru- just rubbed your head <laughs> you, know, you know why she used to have a dog I double as the husband and the dog no 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 it's 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 so great that that touching that communication and that's once again as a symphonic observer both Cheryl and I would look at you and your body language and say there is not only respect but there's recognition of each other's soul because sex is great but sex without a soul is just really boring and well, we do have great sex, that's for it's sure. It's just sex mm-hmm. it, without that second part, without right. that soul. Otherwise, that's how you get great sex <laughs> is when you put all of that together. Oh, right? and you both have and huge you have souls, it. big souls right there. 
But sometimes in the morning when she's not awake yet, it's just sex for me. Ah, <laughs> and I'm sure it's reciprocal, right? Yes. And then she goes, stop, I got to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> so I let her out of bed. Honey, honey, that's TMI now. It's all good. It's all good. So I have a question to ask yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So why, why is it um, that on your Instagram, the sexy lifestyle, we see a lot of you, Carol. Mm-hmm. Where's the David in there? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a very, very good question. Uh-huh. And for all of those uh, people out there listening who know social media and all of its hangups, and we all want reach, and we mm-hmm. all want to get uh, interactions so that Nobody we continue wants our to reach. See me. If I post a picture of myself, and I'm not bragging or anything, but I'll get maybe 5,000 likes. I post a picture of David and myself, we'll get maybe 1,000. I post a picture of David, and we get maybe 10. Well, so therefore... That? That's that. I choose to get more reach. I put the pictures of myself and we get the interaction and we're growing constantly. So the reason I wanted to ask you that question is almost something to titillate and also raise question because I love throwing questions out there to the community and saying, well, why do you think that is? Is it men who are driving social media? Is it women Absolutely. who are driving the social media? And because I would, I, I'm sitting here with David and, and Carol and, and Aaron Melinda, but David is in great shape. He's a good looking man. You know, I'd like to see more abs. Why do you think women aren't asking for it? And why do you think that, that because I'm sure a lot of the people, actually I know because I've checked out your, your <laughs> likes, a lot of them are women. Yes. Women love women. So really ways. the way I, I think it is, and I'm not a social media expert, I only see what I know, is that our particular following and being the sexy lifestyle and our particular following is male driven. So 90% of my audience is male. So we are continually driving that by putting more pictures of myself and it's a continuous circle because that's how we're dealing with it. But no, I have this question because this whole thing about swinging and so, and and honestly, I, 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 I know very little about this, but I'm just thinking because it's about swinging and couples and exchanging back and forth so you'd think that you know you'd want to see more of both to me we do we do have an instagram couples account carol and david um but it it only gets the hits when carol does something very sexy and sexual but what's very interesting you just mentioned about swinging when we go on retreats and vacations and Mm. cruises and uh you know we probably do one every six weeks there's theme nights and the women get dressed up to the nines in heels and sheer lingerie and great outfits where they show their tits and their ass and their legs. And it really doesn't matter what the guy wears. Because the sec- the uh, swinging lifestyle is driven it's by the women. It's all about the uh, women. So it's a I place just... where we are empowered to do whatever sexually we want to do. And that's really what started the provoking those types of, of uh, photos on Instagram. And actually, those that are consuming the photos are usually not swingers. They're just men who like to see the the sexiness. The interesting thing is the pictures of Carol are because she wants them taken of her. It's Mm -hmm. her wanting to do it. It's her consent. It's not me saying, babe, you know, go wear something sexy and I'll take a picture and put it up. And the swinging lifestyle is like that as well. It's Carol who said, David, why don't we try this? Why don't we explore our sexuality? It is so female-centric, female-driven, where the woman has her foot on the gas or on the brake. Again, I really have no say in this relationship. I just follow like a little puppy dog. And it's just interesting because when I look at your Instagram, that's what I see. Mm -hmm. I see it female driven and I see the fact that it's Carol who loves it. And I would have bet money without you telling me that Carol is like, let's take a picture of this. And, and, And it's so cute because the pictures and, and this is a whole other topic. Um, but the peacocking. 
that's going on in David's eyes yeah. <laughs> when you are in those pictures with Carol. Um, and peacocking, for anybody who doesn't know, is when the guy pumps up his chest and, and he's, he's proud. so proud, proud and struts. So proud of her. Yeah. And she's she's yeah. an amazing woman. And we work hard at being uh, physically fit and we eat well. And we like being naked on the beach, but we like being fit and healthy and naked on the beach. And that's why we say, you know, we want to live happy, healthy, and horny. They all go together. But Carol, when she's sexy, when she's dressed sexy, when she's on the beach, I know how good it makes her feel. Right. Okay? And when she feels good, I feel good. You know, it's interesting, but I that brings up another thing to me because I remember I was in a relationship where at the beginning of the relationship, it was all about how great I looked and everything. And then it was like, oh, maybe that's you don't want to wear that top or you don't want to wear that pants and you don't want to wear those heels. And it wasn't just about him being jealous but it was the attention was being taken away oh from him from him mm. which is fascinating because mm. i always thought jealousy was just about oh i don't want some other guy looking at my woman whereas a friend of mine explained to me if you've got a hot partner don't be jealous be proud absolutely and that was a great question, but I think we're going to be getting into that on next week's show, which is Pillow Talk with Cheryl, where we're going to be your guests on that show. We will be talking about the open lifestyle and jealousy is a big, big factor in that. But we're going to hold on to that thought right now. We're going to take a break and listen to a word from our sponsor. This is A Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And when we come back, we're going to be back with Cheryl and Erin Melinda talking about myth busting. Stay tuned. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Are you ready for quit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Moffay, Peraza Godoy, and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show this is the sexy lifestyle we are carol and david and today we're having an amazing discussion with cheryl besner and erin melinda Bocare all about relationships and now it's time for our sexy myth busting game each show, we invite our sexpert guests to bust a few sexy fun myths to help us filter through some of the misinformation that we find out there on the internet, especially when it comes to the topic of sex, sexuality, and relationships. So, babe, do you want to go first? Yes. Okay, go for it. <laughs> go she for gave it. you permission I, I, this uh, time, she right? She gave me permission. It's always, uh, normally Carol goes first. So, um, I will go first. All men want to hook up but women want long-term relationships. 
myth, <laughs> solid myth. And, and it's interesting because there's so many m myths that are tied to that. Men and women both want hookups. And it depends where you are and in what stage of life. It's just that women tend to not communicate what it is as well as men do that they ultimately want when they meet somebody. And often women who are looking for a relationship won't communicate that because they don't want to seem needy, they don't want to put pressure, but that's ultimately what's going on. And they happen to be meeting men who are not necessarily wanting a relationship. And the one thing I'm going to put out there right now, very important for everybody to know, ladies, men say it the way it is. If they say they're not looking for a relationship, don't go on for three months thinking Amen. you're going to change his mind. Men have to be in the right place at the right time. And if you're willing to go along with that, knowing if, for instance, they're just coming out of a relationship, that it's they need some space to grow and, and rediscover themselves and redefine themselves, and you want to go along with it, that'll happen. Otherwise, no. Okay, as I normally do, I'm going to go off from a myth right now, but I'm going to ask a question. Yep. So you meet this guy. And mm -hmm. he says, I want a relationship. You want a relationship. You meet this guy and um, he's amazing in bed and he's caring and he's your best friend. And then you have this epiphany where you want a little bit more. You want to try going topless on a beach. You want to go to a lifestyle resort. You might want to have a threesome. How as a woman do you bring that up to the guy? So you think the man wants that or the woman the wants woman this? Wants He's suggesting in this story that the woman wants that. Oh, heck. <laughs> oh, heck. You know what? I, the, I, she, she will give the relationship coach answer. I'll give the, uh, the, the everyday person answer. You just tell the truth. Tell it like it is. That's right. Don't hide it. You know, hiding things, keeping things under wrap, that's a recipe for disaster. And how, how soon would you tell them that you're into more than just a monogamous relationship? As soon as possible, as soon as you feel it. Don't let it linger. And then that's how end up people end up doing the so-called, you know, cheating and so forth and so on. You have to say it. But, um, well, well they, and that brings it back to the LVGs of starting new relationships, uh, lifestyles, values, and goals. I'm sure you were thinking a lot of th other things, David, that no, go no, with no, no. LV and G. We're on the same page as you. We believe that you bring it up right from the beginning. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to work or it's not going to work. Right. Exactly. Especially so, for a second marriage or a second relationship, there's no fucking around. Exactly. So you know what your lifestyle, your values, your goals are. And guess what? You shouldn't have to hide any of those things, those three top things that are elements of who you are and what you want in a relationship from a potential partner. Now, the other part of that also goes along with how fast are you moving along? So sometimes, you know, people jump too quickly into the sexual part of a relationship. And if you wait a little bit and you have these conversations with each other, you will get a, an inkling of what the other person's loves and desires are about their sexual being. Okay, then I'm going to do the next myth because that was a great segue into it. I know what you're going to ask even. Is it okay to have sex on the first date? If you want a long-term relationship, no. I mean, I, and I know you're both looking at me and, and, and a lot of people who are together 20 years had sex on that first date. You can't fight statistics. And statistically... This is what happens in a male's mind if you're sleeping together on the first date. And I've interviewed 
thousands of men, tens of thousands of men, and ask the same question. What happens if the woman is sleep- if you're sleeping together on the first date? Where does your head go? And their head goes to how many other people does she sleep with on a first date? But does it matter? Yes, it does. It does because yeah. from yeah, here's Carol yes. saying because most men don't want to think about you with another person. They want to be safe that you are going to have this loyalty and connection to your relationship and and again it's very different david is like peacocking his chest as i say <laughs> that sitting here um because in 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 a swinger relationship there is a different level that you've reached in that but the majority and again i'm i'm speaking from statistics and the majority of men they don't want to think about you with another person they want that that monogamous relationship in their head to move forward into a committed relationship so if you're having sex on that first date that goes into their head and then they start to feel not safe so or they feel it's just a hookup and that's not a relationship building experience that's right what if what if i'm a guy and i'm following your rules and she says come back to my place let's go fuck Okay, that I, means that she's okay. not interested in a relationship. Well, I, she I might be. No, 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 she Actually, might be. Oh. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence on this one, and here's why: because it depends on your age too. When you're younger, definitely hormones no. are flying. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> when you, I think, when you you get older, you get less judgmental. Well, hopefully, if you're more mature, because you know, I I have friends who've gotten to new relationships on a second or third marriage, and they want well, tell me all about your sexual history. No. You don't yeah, have don't to. do that. No. You know, everybody has a past. And so I don't think necessarily, I mean, obviously, yes, she would have slept with someone before. He would have slept with someone before. But as a rule, if you get into the sizzle and spark, as I call it right away, you don't get to find out if there's a surface, if there's something below the waters. Because right now you're just on the top. You're eating the icing off of the birthday cake. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the fact is you have to get to the cake. Right. You know, and, and to get to the cake. And the, the other thing is the strong component for a man to want to commit for something longer term is that deep connection right they they want to know more about you to feel safe and secure within themselves and 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 listen it goes both ways but right. you're asking from a male point yeah. of view so i will tell you from my experience and from research the fact is and it doesn't matter the age because i've asked this question to every man who's been on my show whether it's on air or off air do what do you think when you sleep with a woman on the first date, is this a relationship-bound circumstance? 30-year-olds, 23-year-olds, 66-year-olds mm. all say probably not. Huh. It doesn't mean no. Right. It just means probably not. So he takes it with a grain of salt, and whether it's going to be a relationship or not, he's just going to enjoy his time, and that's that. You want the person to get to know you. You want a deeper connection to happen before you start eating the icing. Nah. You bu- you bake the cake first. Well, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. Yes, David. I'm pausing. Yes, David. And I'm going to say, I would like to do a full show on this and get a couple of guys and a couple of girls on from different types of relationships because I'm not 100% in agreement. I get, I get the stats, but... Uh, Carol and I slept together on the first day. I know okay. you did. It was, so it was, she said that very many do also. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I think society is changing. And I think 
um, the same way it's okay to date multiple people at the same time, it's okay to sleep on the first date and not think this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life. A hundred percent. I'm not talking yeah. about going yeah. there because that's the pressure of thinking I'm going to spend the rest of my life right. with it. And that's something you have to remove also. My, my, my advice to men and women, if you want to sleep with somebody on the first date, go ahead, knowing it might be your last date. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. No expectations mm -hmm. beyond that. Because, right. And I'm Good just point. saying it, if you're going in there, if I sleep with this person, I might have a better chance of having long term with them. If you, that's your expectation, it's the wrong expectation and you shouldn't even go into it with expectations. Well, I'm pretty sure that you're going to be covering all that on your new show. Pillow I will Talk be. With Cheryl. So, babe, you can ask the next myth. How about this one? I am who I am, like it or leave it. That's the most honest way to be with a new partner. Ooh. Ouch. Wow. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Um, well, here's the thing about that is everybody today, and especially, you know, the millennials, it's all about authenticity. And too many times people have created relationships that are based on what community and what society deemed appropriate and i believe that we should each design our own relationships absolutely 100%. right right so when you meet somebody you don't want to hide behind falsehoods you you need to be open and honest with who you are and the things that you want to experience and share and witness with each other as you grow your relationship but it's not like it or leave it because in certain cases, the people who go with that are the people who are not in relationships, that they're not adapting to what it takes to be a partner and share positive energy and create something that's loving and graceful and generous to the other person. The am what I am thing to me sounds an awful like more less like a relationship and more like a dictator. Because what you're basically saying is I, you know, I, I am who I am and I will never change. And for me, that is death in anything. It's death in business, it's death in friendships, and it's death in relationships. You got to be able to go, yes, of course, this is who I am. When I was younger, it's like, oh, I used to love whatever he loved. I love race car driving. I love golf. I don't love golf. I, but, you know, so you don't, you're, you're not going to adapt yourself. You're not going to morph yourself into what anybody wants you to be. But at the same time, each person has to let there be room to breathe and grow because you'd be surprised. There are some things I used to think that I like that I really don't like anymore. And there's stuff that I like now, like mushy peas. <laughs> I never used to like before. There has to be an adaptability and just putting it down on the table and saying, that's it, you know, buyer, that's what you got. That's a dictatorship. And, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and, and, and what I love about what Era was saying is about the growth part. And the I am who I am can change when you realize certain things about yourself that you do want to change about yourself. Mm -hmm. I am who I am now is not who I was you know, five years ago, we have choices we make in how we communicate, how we connect with another person. So I am who I am. And, and often, especially two people change because they love the other person that they want to not give up something of themselves, but they want to give 
a different part of them or create a different part to please the partner uh, yes. that you're with. Yes. But that's finding that happy medium. And we talk about it when we talk about fantasies all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she wants to have a threesome and he's like, no way. Well, that's not the right answer. The right answer is, well, I know you want a threesome, but how about if we try this? And you find that compromise in between and it could be with anal sex, it could be in an orgy, it could be about swinging, going It could just remain a fantasy. It doesn't matter. You can't just shut the other person down because no. I am who I am. Well, that's, you, you two are, prob- are possibly, and I, I mean, we've talked about your history and how you came together. So I don't 100% know the answer to this, and I'm, I'm curious. I am who I am. When you were 20, did both of you know that I am who I am, meaning one day you would be in a swinger relationship. Never, no. not in a million Good years. Question. Right. Not even when we met. We however, found- however, in our 20s, we were both very sexually interested people. We were interested promiscuous, in- is promiscuous is a word that comes to my mind. <laughs> and then we got into marriages that didn't allow us to absolutely do that. And that's why sometimes divorce happens for a reason for you to meet that person mm-hmm. that's going to allow you to, to be that person that you really should have been from the beginning well here's what the important part of that is it allows you to meet the person that person is you yes what it is that you want and i from what i remember about your relationship it wasn't like the two of you woke up one morning and said i am a swinger and let's do this it was one of you that kind of opened the conversation through circumstance well we were on vacation but that that conversation could have never happened without both of us saying you know what? I love sex. Or, or that we're open to talking about what other kind of sex things we can do to grow our relationship. So we're definitely, we're open to begin with. We were listening to what opportunities are out there and we did jump on board, but we could have together agreed that we don't jump on board, that no, that's not for us. We tried it, we liked it, and we've been swingers ever since, but it doesn't mean we had to. We were both open to listen to, to it and we chose to try it. And, and just before we end the myth busting, we, we say all the time, we never say never. <laughs> so right. we talk about stuff, we hear people's fantasies, we live in a world of alternative lifestyles that goes from swinging to kink to BDSM to polyamory. It just doesn't matter. We don't judge people. We don't believe anybody should have labels. But if someone asks us, would you think about one day trying this? And we say, well, we never say never because we never know the situation. At this moment, it might be, no, we're not in that mode right now. But who knows? Mm-hmm. It's called choice. Mm-hmm. It, it always it comes is. back to choice. And we've, we've touched on this so many times during this interview about making choices, having conversation, being communicative, and having that dialogue between two people to get to where you want to be, to be the I am this now. That Absolutely. was a beautiful recap that saved you having to recap. That was wonderful. Thank, Thank you, you. Cheryl. I, I, I've been trained by a pro. <laughs> really? <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> All right. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And up next is our Great Sex Matters segment. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. 
It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David having an amazing discussion with Cheryl Besner and Erin Melinda Beaucaire. Cheryl is going to be a new host on our Sexy Lifestyle Network. Now it's time for our favorite part of our sh- of our show, where we get to talk about great sex because great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And so, the primal goal of every relationship—that's what drives us together—is to have some great sex. That's what it's all about. But when the weather turns like it is today, cooler, rainy, etc., all sorts of changes take place in this season, and the signs of winter are ever present. And our priorities change a little bit it's not all about the great sex but it's about perhaps getting together coupling up and that laws of attraction that bring us all together that's sometimes more important to us at this time of year so we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk more about how your relationship at this time of year is different um, from any other time of year and I think that's called cuffing and we're going to ask Cheryl to explain what cuffing season is all about. So we're back on the cuffing right? Not cuffing my no, balls? No we're not no. cuffing your balls what David. cuffing your tits? Not, not, not cuffing tits. By the way, by the way if, you, if you go to the Urban Dictionary both appear under the same description and neither of them are about holding your balls David. They're yes. both about Hooking up. But I could be cuffing okay. your tits too. <laughs> you could be doing either, but that wouldn't be going into cuffing. Season. Okay? The cuffing season. <laughs> this exactly. has to do with coupling up. It's about coupling up. And it's and having Era here as a weather specialist is perfect because we are talking about seasons and what seasons do within our own being. And, you know, you have, let's think of it, spring fling, right? So that's about going out there and doing wild, crazy things. And then you have summer fun and summer loving, which is, you know, about feeling the warmth and, you know, we think of sand between our toes. And then you get winter wonderlust. And with winter comes snuggling up. And that's when people, as they approach the fall, and the temperature starts to change, the temperature in their psyche about what they want in a relationship starts to warm up not heat up warm up to meeting somebody and having a meaningful committed relationship whether it lasts long term or not that's why they refer to it as cuffing because the cuffs can go on but there is a key and a lot of people like to think about it as the end of the season they can have the option to put a key in there and And, take uh, off their cuffs I like that. Yeah. But we're kind of hardwired in our brains to protect ourselves and get ready for the winter. We see the squirrels, they're hiding their nuts. We. What? <laughs> what? 
Did she call him a squirrel? Him a squirrel? <laughs> it, right? we he, see his the, hands even kind of cupped <laughs> himself. <laughs> we see the birds flying south. We see all this happening and we're beings also. So we, I think naturally, without us even knowing these changes happen, we must be uh, hardwired to look for that protection for the winter. Well, we're hardwired to think that we're not going to be, especially if you're living in an environment that has winter, you don't go out as much. Mm -hmm. You tend to stay in more. Your days end earlier because it's dark. So you retreat and you go into this cave. And what do you want to do with a cave? You want somebody there with you in this space to talk to, to embrace, to to make love to, to do stay whatever warm with. it takes yeah. to stay warm and intimate with, right? So cuddle up, even if it's lying side by side, reading a book, it doesn't matter. So you start thinking about that and that's what triggers it. It's, it's the change of the winter changes our thought process into what we want. The important thing is about the cuffing season, and this is getting back to communication, is for both people to be on board with what the intention is mm -hmm. about the upcoming mm -hmm. getting cuffed with each other. So whether it's a new relationship, an established relationship, or a long-term marriage, we all have the same feelings. We can't help it because like we said, we're hardwired to do this in the winter. And each one of those types of levels of relationship has a different outcome with the intention, like you said. But the intention is very important. And just like, you know, what we were talking about earlier is, you know, if you have different sexual appetites, you have to discuss these things. So when two people meet in the fall, have these conversations. What are you looking for? It doesn't mean if I say I want to meet somebody and get married, it doesn't mean I want to meet and marry you. Right. It just means that's my ultimate goal. Lifestyles, values, goals. My ultimate goal is that's what I want in my life. And possibly you are the person to do that with. If I could just add, if you look, uh, you know, from, from a weather science point of view, you know, in the summer we produce the hormone serotonin, you know, we're so excited and we're happy and we're outside, we're full of energy, whereas melatonin tends to make you a little bit sleepier. And if you look at a lot of cultures, they have festivals of light, whether it is like, am I saying this right, Hanukkah? Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> you have the Indian festival of light, Diwali. There's so many cultures that have festival of lights. So one of the important things in the relationship, too, in the wintertime is these festivals all include lights, sparkly lights, candles. It also involves food and nurturing and nourishing and being creative about the time you're going to be closer together, you're going to be indoors more. So for me, it's it's all about creating light in your relationship. It's about creating nurturing, nurturing. warmth. Maybe Fire. You'll, maybe you'll cook more. Maybe you'll, you'll experiment more in the kitchen or elsewhere in the household. But it's all about sparking something to warm yourselves up and to light yourselves up because your your body needs that because winter is long here especially in a place like in, in montreal long so you got to find ways to bring light to bring energy and to be a source of power and passion absolutely that's pleasant. what the cuffing is the all cuffing about cuffing is all about so it's the actual attachment you're thinking about going out there, putting a cuff on your wrist, and who do you want on the other end of that cuff? And you lock together. You are tied together for as long as you want. Right. Now, right. now, does cuffing eventually turn into spooning? It can. Well, you know, here's the thing about winter, and, and, and it's something that I, I don't know if everybody experiences if you don't live in a cold climate. But what winter actually, if you think about it, is it's really the most romantic mm -hmm. of all the mm -hmm. seasons because everything about it 
is fiery. Everything about it is warm. Everything about it is spooning, right? You want to be close to somebody. You want that body heat to to generate. You lie under, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, except since, for the cold feet. Except <laughs> for the cold feet, but but the whole point is you're supposed to warm each other's right. feet, right? Um, it's about fires, it's about red wine, it's about drinking hot liquids. No pun and yes pun intended. <laughs> um, and and it's it's about generating all this body heat between two people on a bearskin rug under a fur blanket under one of your in the hot tub (laughs) in a hot tub i'm gonna recap here just a little bit because Mm -hmm. we spoke about it in our myth busting section so once you do cupping (laughs) then you do spooning then it's okay to do forking (laughs) (laughs) he was dying to say that he was brewing that one i I I thought thought you were even going to do a cupping in between the spooning and the forking (laughs) i was sure you were going for that that you know the cup does run away with the spoon right (laughs) so i think it's time for some real advice how about if the ultimate goal for a relationship is to have great sex and we know that everybody has their own definition of what that means What would be the top two things that you could recommend to a single person today who's serious about finding that new partner for this winter without her or him looking desperate? Well, I think the first thing about not looking desperate is not to be desperate. So for me, that's, I always say, love your life and your love life will happen. So go out there and enjoy the things that you really love to do. That's where your chances are the highest to meet somebody that's going to have the same lifestyle values and goals. And it doesn't mean that you have to do everything together. We we were even talking about that before, right? Like you can enjoy certain things that you like together, but certain things you can do on your own. So be an independent thinker. Know who you are and be that person. And don't try and be something else. So to me, that's the most important thing. And then... You want to know step number two? Or you, Eric, you want to chime in on that step one? Do you like that one? I, I like that one very much. I think, um, to me, I've always said business is a lot like dating. If you're always leaning forward, of all, if you're always imposing, and if always you're shoving, and you're always in pushing, and just that you are so looking desperate. We were talking about this earlier in the show, allowing the silence, allowing that space, allowing things to grow in between those quiet places. That to me is when you're growing a new relationship. Yes, of course, be interested, but there's also something too, like if the person's kind of quiet or they're kind of leaning back, it's, I like someone who doesn't appear needy or clingy or desperate. Business is like that too. If you're super aggressive, you'll push them away. Same thing in a relationship. You gotta, you gotta be able to sit together apart, and be apart together, and be happy with that, and be happy with that. I mean, David, let me ask you a question. When you met Carol, well, you, I mean, you knew each other, but what attracted you to Carol? Her smile. Her smile. But she seems really kept, independent too. What Very. kept what? No, so that was my second. What's the second thing that oh, I, held I, you I there? I love a strong, intelligent woman. Exactly, woman. Oh, who has a beautiful smile and who's cute. And I find cute very, very sexy. Personality is sexy. We won't talk about her amazing body because that was after, but someone, a woman who opens her mouth and has intelligent things to say and then has a great personality, for me, I get a hard on. Right. 
So that's why I, the first part is love your life and, and be interesting. You know, that's what's going to keep somebody in your presence to be interesting, to hold their attention, mm -hmm. to be able to grow more into a deeper desire for that person. And what was very interesting between Carol and I is we didn't fall in love until two years after we were fuck friends. So we went into this as fuck buddies while we worked through our divorces. And yeah, we had great sex. There was very little emotion in there. And then one day she came to her senses and fell in love with me. <laughs> it happened all of a sudden. And and so this brings up to another point that um, you know you were talking about cute and, and a lot of this comes up with women that I work with and, and also the men who talk to me about the women that they're dating. I think on top of not being needy is knowing that you are an independent, sensual woman, smart, vivacious, that you have all these things. And a lot of women don't know that mm -hmm. about themselves. Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay. And, and the confidence that the woman exudes, not because she's in your face, it's just that who she is. She's comfortable with herself. She's comfortable with speaking. She's not standing behind and, you know, the guys in front, you know, like it was 50 years ago where the woman stood in the guy's background. Carol is a very successful businesswoman. She's a very smart person. That's very attractive. And yeah, we have great sex, but we couldn't be having great sex if she wasn't the person who I was attracted to. And that comes from her wittiness, her intelligence and her beauty. So thank the, you, the, honey. Oh my goodness, I'm the, blushing. Wow. Now. <laughs> so what I'm getting from you, and if I'm hearing you correctly, is that she also has what I call her story. Sure. She mm -hmm. came to the table with a story. So that's one of the things. Like if I if I can if I can give some concrete advice to to you listening to this show, is have your story when you go out there one of the ways that you can show your confidence and and i myself i'm showing up to an interview today i'm still prepared for the interview right, right. i i knew what we we're going to talk about so if you want to take your life by storm and if you want to be able to take any situation that you're walking into by storm have your story mm -hmm. know what it is that you want to talk about and make sure that you get to those talking points and then you're never going to appear needy because you have it all there you know who you are and you own it. You know, Beautiful. you you said something that that this really struck a chord. You know, there's a lot of romantic movies, and you know, there's 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 a there's a lot of myths in romantic films, like the infamous Jerry Maguire, "You Complete Me." Mm -hmm. And I always used to joke about it and say, "No, mm -hmm. I come with all my pieces and my own Allen key." <laughs> and that's what Cheryl, to reiterate what Cheryl said, is you come complete sure there's going to be things that will be added to who you are and your story but what Cheryl says is so true come with your story come with your essence come complete and ready to go because coming into something incomplete a lot of people that's one of the reasons I just didn't date for a long time after my first divorce and obviously didn't wait before the second marriage long enough but still you know <laughs> you if you're if you're looking for someone to fill that hole well you better buy something and and or or just find something to fill that hole in yourself first because going into a relationship without your story without your essence without the ability to fix yourself it's not fair to you and it's not fair to the other person you're absolutely right I think that is an amazing way to end an absolutely fantastic show. Cheryl, Aaron Melinda, thank you so much for being here. An amazing show. Cheryl, last word is to you. How can people reach out to you, find your show, and hear all the amazing 
discussions you're going to have all about relationships. I am looking forward to sharing all this information and a lot more and sharing the mic with you on the new show, Pillow Talk with Cheryl. You can also reach me at Cheryl at CherylBesner.com is my email and check out the website CherylBesner.com and everything, whether it's Instagram or Facebook is also under Cheryl Besner. I'm really looking forward to sharing this new platform and being part of the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And I thank you both for inviting me to be able to share and keep spreading the love. Well, thank you both for coming here and for helping us create this new sexual evolution that we're going to be doing with the sexylifestyle.com and our talk radio network. And, you know, every week we learn more and more from all our amazing guests, and we hope everybody out there does as well. Let's remind everybody to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find out all about our guests and hosts, and you can find out all about Cheryl as well as um, our hosts on our website. Go to our Talk Radio Network page and search Cheryl under Hosts, and click on the profile for more about them. Remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people or find out where the events are happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. You can check it out. And remember, if you want a stronger, longer, and more intense orgasm like me, then you need your very own womanizer. And we have some womanizers to give away, so don't forget. Um, just send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com with womanizer in the subject line and we'll be announcing the winner next week's show. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thank you to our amazing guests, Cheryl Besner and Era Melinda Boker, and especially to you for listening. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex and sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, throws of passion waterproof pleasure blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 